1: Suds, suds, it's time for more suds.
2: Welcome everyone. This is another suds segment where really good beer meets really bad radio. With me today at the table is good old boy Dave.
0: I'm Larry. This is my brother Daryl, and this is my other brother Daryl.
2: <laughs> really? Where did they come from? <laughs> That was good old boy Dave, the man who doesn't speak in the beginning. Also with us today is good old boy Kendall.
0: It's always great to be here, especially talking about the good times we had out in Denver.
2: Oh, yes. And also with us is good old boy Reverend Mark.
0: Yep, yep, yep.
1: GABF alumnus here. can't wait to go again, (laughs) but I think I will.
2: (laughs) Well... In case you didn't know what this episode is about, we survived it one more time, well, mostly, the Great American Beer Festival in Denver, Colorado. That's what we're talking about today. The four of us were lucky enough to be there for five days a couple weeks ago, and it feels like a bit longer than that, doesn't it?
3: A little bit, yeah. A
2: little (laughs) bit, yeah. Well, we're going to go into all the details here in just a minute, at least for those of us who can remember details. But first, this Suds episode is brought to you by...
3: Stuff and things. Do you like stuff? Do you need things? Come on down to stuff and things. We have more stuff than anyone, and our things are priced very competitively. Stuff and things, things and stuff. Stuff and things and stuff and things. Now, with more stuff. <sighs>
2: <laughs> I love our sponsor well today we're just going to be talking about some of the beers that stood out to us at in Denver instead of drinking but I mean let's no be real drinking. well let's be real though we can't have this podcast without drinking yeah. something anyways um but we will give out some ratings on those beers that we had in Denver and loved so much so Reverend Mark would you do us the honor of giving us the Suds ratings?
1: Okay, we'll be discussing and rating these beers with these SUDS ratings, plus our signature belching sounds. All right, here's how those ratings go. Number one, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Number two, was that a belch? Number three, ah. What a relief. Uh, Number four, a body should really not make that sound. uh, 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 And number five, listen to that hang time. Give me another.
2: Sometimes I think that just goes on and on and on and then <laughs> on just a little bit longer. Yeah. Would you say
3: the same thing about me?
2: <sighs> I'm so lucky. Um, <laughs> anyways. So let's get talking about GABF. Um, and I think that probably the easiest way of going about this is just talking day by day. And, um And, yeah, so first day is Wednesday when we're all arriving. Some of us arrived a little bit earlier than others. Good boy, Dave, what do we do when we got to town on Wednesday?
3: So after a very easy, wonderful flight in to Denver with no hassles or any problems whatsoever, (laughs) we um, (laughs) – We uh, we went to, uh, well, you know what, the first thing we did was we went to pick up the press credentials or media credentials for uh, us and uh, Reverend Mark and Kendall mm-hmm. at the uh, convention center. People sure. were very nice as they always were. and
2: Very easy. Yeah.
3: Boom, boom, got in, got out. Yep. They had some hole puncher difficulties. Um, so, you know, that's always a hassle when your, your hole puncher won't punch holes. And then uh, we went to um, Localish, which is a little, I don't know if you call them a tap room, but it's like a little kind of convenience store slash deli slash tchotchke kind of
0: place. Coffee shop.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Attached Mm. to Union Station there uh, in Denver. And Two Roads Brewing out of Connecticut was having a tap takeover. As luck would have it, and uh, we got to try. Um, there was a Goza and an IP, uh, two different IPAs, and one was a New England style IPA and um, too juicy, too like, juicy, too juicy, and that was a very apt description. It was, um, it was turbid, it was citrusy, um, nice mouthfeel. It was a very good beer.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was really all really three good. of the
3: beers were really good. The people were cool. There was a nice little crowd there. It wasn't too bad, um, but that too juicy man that was a that was a good way to start the visit to Denver. And I would probably give that beer a four. Uh, uh, uh,
2: yeah, I would think so too. And I, you know, localish is such a cool little place because um, while GABF was going on, they had different uh, brewery takeovers every day and just a nice little spot you know to to grab a pint to sit down I mean you could grab a coffee afterwards or in the morning and it's right there at the end of the train station so like what a perfect spot at least I thought so anyways and then afterwards um, we went in and we checked in at our Airbnb and then um, got a couple snacks to get us that was a bit of a,
3: an adventure, just getting to the Airbnb. Well, yeah.
2: We took a train, then we took
3: another train, then we took a bus, but the bus wasn't going the right way, so they dropped us off next to a car accident. So then we took an Uber, and the Uber got us to the Lost, yeah. sort of. Finally. Yeah.
0: Finally. But yeah.
3: We, we got there, Yeah. Huh.
2: We Kendall do. and
1: I, we just, we just took an Uber all the way, didn't we? Straight, <laughs> straight from the airport. Nice and easy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, you know.
1: But you know, the rail system there has so improved. I mean, it was pretty okay, you know, years ago. But, uh, uh, you know, kind of once we got with the program and, and knew. Once you know where you're going, yeah, it's yeah.
3: great. Yeah. You know, I wish Nashville had one.
2: Yeah, true true but you know they'll work on it at some point so um for you guys did you go anywhere or do anything on your way in
0: uh no we had a late flight out of nashville i don't think our flight was still 7 30 or so in the evening yeah yeah so i remember you know stopping by the local yazoo brew uh tap uh not really a tap room but beer stand little in the kiosk Nash- kiosk yeah. in the yeah. nashville yeah. airport always yeah. uh, always good to get the yazoo brew and, um, and we got our plane And we got into Denver It was probably what, 10 o'clock at night Just took an Uber Straight to the house So Pretty go. low Low-key night Almost beerless Almost Almost
2: Yeah Gotcha And then The fun started On Thursday So The first thing That we did um, Which was very Smart On the part of Kendall I must say Was going early To Hops and Pie and Oh yeah we were like one of the first ones there and couldn't have been better. Timing. Yeah,
0: We got there 15 minutes before the doors opened and it was perfect timing. There were, I think two small parties in front of us, but, but in that 15 minutes, we probably had another 25, 30 people line up behind us. And by the time we got a table and got our beers, hops and pie was packed. Oh, yeah. 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 But We
3: were in like the perfect spot cause we were, we had a nice table right by the door and um we could see everything that was going on and, we were very comfortable, I think, yeah. Oh, it was yeah, good.
2: totally, totally. So were there, were there any standouts for you guys from that type list that we had? God, there was like so much great stuff. Mm.
0: Yeah, one of the things I, I thought was really cool, I think, um, I forget which brewery takeover it was, but they invited their friends. And so they had breweries from all over the country. And I remember noticing specifically some great Southern beer there. They had Creature Comforts out of Atlanta, three taverns from uh, – also, the Atlanta area, uh, Brewery Bavana out of Raleigh, brewing great beer. Burial out of Asheville. It was it was it true. was really cool.
3: It was true That's right, because true. it was all heavy metal. Yep, uh, aficionado brewers. So
0: True Brewing invited all their friends. There were yeah. some great beers, and um, man, I, I had one there. You guys talk about the beers you had. I got. I got to find it on my well, list. Well, there was
3: one from mm-hmm. Burial. I think it was called Illusion of Secrecy.
0: Oh, that was good. Yeah, and that mm-hmm. was
3: man, that was good. And then there was one that you really can't say their name. It was, F'd if you do and F'd if 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 you don't, which was a collaboration between Westbound and Down and um and actually Hops and Pie. So mm-hmm. it was a it was a beer they collaborated with. Um, but it was just you know the the flights there. We're like, I mean, it was it was amazing, dude, because you you could not pick a bad flight. You know, you were going to get four to five really great beers no matter which ones you selected.
0: I think my favorite was the Benthic, the yes, Imperial I gonna, style. I was going to mention, yes. in the, actually, yeah, half acre I mean, out of Chicago. Yes, wow.
2: Yes. Yeah. That was really,
1: that was one of my top two that I had listed here. And then the three taverns as well. Uh, the sherry barrel imperial stout mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: yeah yeah and then
1: jackie o's had something else going on that wasn't wasn't too shabby either um it was um imperial stout let me see yeah. i think that's right yeah the bourbon barrel yeah. uh stout on nice nitri- no just bourbon
3: barrel yeah and the food was killer dude so I mean, good. Uh, it great was spot. such a really you know great way to start the day and we we spent you know two or three hours there just eating and and just drinking a lot of really good beer yes and
1: we hadn't even arrived for the thursday session quite yet no we I were know. we <laughs> were
3: killing time you know so we killed a few hours and a lot of brain
2: cells <laughs> a lot of brain still cells. Yeah. Um. Some others that I thought were standouts were the Lacumbra, the riot on Bourbon. Mm-hmm. Gosh, yeah, that was. Be. I mean, like, if there was ever rock candy, but like rye rock candy, that just reminded me of what that would be. Yeah. And sweet, was, but but yeah. not too sweet,
3: and just nice woody flavor.
2: Yeah. And also, well, we'll be right back after a brief interlude. Mm-hmm.
4: on the road my darling wondering if we're only passing through open roads and open windows my hand is yours forever sweet
2: love welcome back everyone we are discussing GABF wrap up and we were talking about hops and pie and all the great beers that we had at hops and pie I was going through my list, and another one that I really liked was the Beerstad Lagerhaus from Denver, their Slow Pour Pills. I mean, not to mention, A, it came in a really wonderful glass, but I thought, wow, you know, for a pilsner, it was was pretty decent. Um, Yes, yes, yes. And then what was the other one? Oh, the Diamond Dust um, Pure Project Brewings, their IPA was really good, and... The Slow Death from True, I really liked that one. The Cinnamon and Lemon Peel um, Sour Ale, which I thought was really cool. And, oh, the Jackie O's that you were talking about yes. was the mm-hmm. Bourbon Barrel Oro Negro. Or, yeah, right. Yeah, that one was just completely— Negro. Negro. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Negro, sorry. <sighs> I'm so from the north. Um, that was like decadent. That was a super dessert beer yumminess. Oh, and the Gilpin, the black gold, the the porter um on cask.
3: That was the first beer I had that day, and it was oh, pretty outstanding. Yeah,
2: hogshead, man. They really know how to do yeah, that. they do. That was
3: that that the mouthfeel on that when it was silky mm-hmm. and and just smooth and and it was luscious.
2: Yeah. Oh, and the Jester King one, the um, the Omniscience and
3: Omniscience and Pro
2: Solitism, Pro Solitism, Protestantism. Yeah,
3: Mark knows that word.
2: Yeah, that thing. God, the strawberries and the oak on that. That was phenomenal. Sorry, I got to rate that one. I gave that one a five.
3: So we had a big lunch and a lot of beers, and it was still only about 1 or 2 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> and the session didn't start until about 5, so we were like, uh, okay. There's so only
0: one thing you can do at that time. You
3: got go go to go to, to Falling Rock. Rock. That's right. Yep. And this was the first time I'd been to Falling Rock where you could actually get somewhere to sit down fairly Oh, yeah, easily. it was great. Got a yeah. table. Mm-hmm. Actually uh, out on the out on the patio too. And we were we were sitting pretty. We had some nachos.
0: Yeah. Saw Mr. Dogfish head. Yeah, yes. Sam
2: Sam was there.
3: Sam was there with his little pink backpack and um <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah I got to meet him later. Really nice guy. Did
2: you?
3: Yeah. Oh man, so you get to mm-hmm. meet everybody. Ken Ken is uh, Kendall's the like the uh, social butterfly of the group.
2: He is the social butterfly of the group.
1: Well I tell you as we bellied up to the bar there at Falling Rock, uh Kindle next to me and reminded me that I needed to be true to at least one GABF tradition at oh, Falling yeah. Rock. And that is the first pint was Pliny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to have some Pliny.
0: <laughs> you know, that's the thing I love about Falling Rock. I think it's the only bar I've ever been to where they pretty much always have Pliny and Blind Pig on, which I mm-hmm. think Blind Pig... Is maybe even a little better. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, had had one of each, and I do that every time I go to Falling Rock They've got an amazing tap list, but how often do you get those beers on tap and they're fresh and they're delicious? Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. absolutely. And it was just a really great scene. There were a lot of brewers there, um, and people just kind of hanging out and getting ready for the uh, for the festival. And the the weather was really nice. It was sunny and but not too hot. And it was just a really good time. Yep. And it was leading us
2: to our demise. <sighs> dum dum dum. <laughs> mm, yeah. First day at GABF. Start your engines.
3: So first session, um, I think is probably the best session. Um, everybody, all the volunteers and brewers and everybody, they're kind of on their game. You're, you're, you know, your liver is in the best shape it's going to be for that whole weekend. So you get in there and you. You know, you, we we get to go in just a, a few minutes before everybody else. You go in, go through the metal detectors, and you know Reverend Mark got frisked a couple of times. Oh, why did they do that? Ah, well, you you're, you <laughs> got that look, man. You, you know, you're, shady. You're that kind of guy, you know. But um, so what what was your strategy, uh Kendall, for like the first session? What did you want to make as a
0: priority? Um, first. Uh, session, I had no strategy. My goal was because it's one of the least crowded sessions was to walk through the entire event and just try to see and get my bearings for everything. So, uh, and, and also the thing I love about first session, you're right. It's, it's not as crowded yet. Everybody, everybody's there um and so i you know i know a lot of people from all over the country i went walked around and talked to a bunch of friends saw the wonderful julia hearse from the brewer's association at mm their uh tent she makes it happen yeah so i know a lot of people at the ba got to hang out and talk with them just walked around and and really talked to people and drank beer uh no strategy whatsoever
2: what about you river mark
0: well i was so fortunate to be
1: able to stay in the paired area for a good bit of the night.
0: Like man. That first session. Yes. Yeah.
1: So, um, yeah. Um, so what were some of the highlights of that? Well, uh, one was uh, a pairing that I uh, started things off with. You know, uh, an IPA is a really good aperitif. So started out with the Odell's um, Mountain Standard Double Black IPA. Ooh. Oh, wow. And uh, it, was, it was served. Uh, with a cured Colorado pork heart in refried beans. Oh, wow. So it was quite a hearty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that was excellent. And then moved on, got on the Brew Bus from Brew Bus, brew, brew bus Brewing from Tampa. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. and had a bourbon uh, barrel aged, uh, uh, cur- what they call a curb check Imperial Porter and it was served with a pork smoked belly oh wow or a smoked pork belly I'm I haven't had that much to drink today I'm sorry <laughs> uh, <laughs> but what he's had has been yeah, great. yeah so this with this smoked pork belly was served uh, a, a butternut squash puree uh, and a molasses demic lace nice yeah and then rounding the corner I'm just kind of Sifting down to the to to the top four on my list was the uh, Braxter, Baxter Brewing. Man, it was a rye spice ale served with a chicken liver mousse and a fig conserve.
3: Okay, I'm mm. gonna have to pass on that. I'm yeah.
1: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, for for the sweet tooth, there was Vernal Brewing, uh, in which I got an Imperial Milk Stout with what they called a boxcar coffee bar coated with coconut nib
0: crunch. Ooh. Wow. Tasty. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sounds but that's awesome. just four out of about 35 different booths. So you oh, were there yeah. for a while. Yeah. And I'd eat. And, and they even had seating. You know, yeah. you could sit down. Yeah. If nice. you can no, get that no. ticket. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I
0: got to do it in 2016. And holy cow. it is. Yeah. You can it's, just camp out in there for hours. It's one
3: of the hot tickets for GABF. So, yeah, if, if you're ever able to do it, it's definitely worth the money and in the in the time
1: so i felt very blessed and very filled yep. absolutely
3: thank you all so i think we you know our first mission was to well we did what the states the state guilds that was sort of our because last year we had had such a great time at the state guilds and had some of the best beers mm-hmm. um, there that we had And this year it was kind of let down i mean we went we had there were some good beers but I don't know. There, I don't think they, uh all the states brought their a game as much this year as they did last year. So we kind of got off to a slow start. So then we kind of broke away from there and just started. Uh, we went to I think Pennsylvania in the the Northeast and kind of tasted some beers from Juliana's home state and um, just kind of kind of muddled around from that point and kind of tried some some different things. I had some really good beers though.
2: You did. You met somebody super cool too.
3: Oh, so, uh, yeah, so okay. <laughs> so I guess we should go ahead and talk about it. the The brewery that destroyed GABF and and owned it was Melvin. Brewery oh yeah, out mm-hmm. of uh, out of Wyoming. They had a giant RV. They had a DJ with a huge sound system. Uh, they had some really good beers on tap, but forget all that. They had Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, um, WWE uh, wrestling uh, legend and Hall of Famer. And I got my picture made with him, and he was awesome and really cool.
2: He was. He was really <laughs> sweet. My God, his hands are like.
3: He's a big man.
2: He is. He's a big, solid dude.
3: But uh, he, you can tell he's been hit with some chairs and different things, but he was a super sweet, super cool, dude.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Melvin won JBF. They yeah. just, wow. They what, you know, you always see that one that has just lines like you wouldn't believe. And that was them the entire time.
3: Yeah. Well, the, you know, and they had their own section in the back, you know, Deschutes was back there too, but you know, Melvin, they, they, they took the time to build out their own carve out their own section of the, the floor and they made the best out of the space, the best use of the space that they they yeah. possibly could. Have. And it wasn't
0: just hype or marketing; they really are making really good They're, beer.
3: Uh, They're two by four. Yep, um, it's so good. And like all the different beers they had, they they were pouring some really asto- outstanding IPAs.
2: Yeah, they Excellent. were. They were. They. I, that, I think, was, like, one of the cooler sections of GABF. But mm-hmm. also of note, I mean, the brew pub section of GABF exploded this year.
4: It was It was huge.
2: It was huge. I mean, and, it, and the orientation of GABF was a little different, too. They've also expanded out into more space. Um, I mean, as if GABF could get any bigger.
3: And they got rid of some has. things. I think, you know, there wasn't a bookstore section this year. Um, but they did have more homebrew stuff, and I felt like they had more merch for sale uh, this year, too. More uh, T-shirts and just different things in different more spots, too.
1: Yeah, I picked up some really cool thermal growlers, and then there were some supply houses as well with specialty grains. Yep. Uh, so I got some de-hust, uh uh brown and uh, chocolate malt. Wherever so, Mark goes yeah. to
3: Colorado to buy his malt,
2: that's <laughs> well, it's just small little bags. That's you know, a dedicated a- <laughs> homebrewer right there. That is.
0: You know, it's funny. You mentioned the brew pubs. Um, there were a lot more of them, but uh, unfortunately, I didn't think most of them had the best beer.
3: I didn't either. Um, I thought there were some good beers there, were there a few, but, but by uh, and large, it. I have to say, this might reflect on the whole GABF. Altogether was I didn't feel like this was one of the stronger years for beers.
0: I had a lot of average beer. I'll put it yeah. that way. There's yeah. uh, It's GABF, so you're always going to get some delightful special stuff. But a lot of everybody's everyday beers were just pretty average. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I agree. And some of the beers that you're used to having that are very impressive to you were not as good as what you may be used to having. You know, uh Funky Buddha, I don't think they brought their best game. Um usually I would just be raving about Funky Buddha over and over and over, but I don't think their beers were that great. So okay, so that was Thursday. Um well, I think but I all in all, I think it was a really solid first session for everybody. Time. It was good. And we all we met up by the by the chairs. Um uh at the at the exit and then uh made our way back to the airbnb all of us a little more tired a little little drunker uh, a little worse for wear and uh, went to bed and then came friday
2: yep then came friday so
3: oh, man way too <laughs> early
2: <laughs> It, it didn't. that's why it was like that's why i stayed in bed
0: till <laughs> 10 o'clock yeah
2: it was like mm-hmm. nine o- it was like nine o'clock so um the three of us um mine is good old boy kendall yeah. we went we were out and about early took um, an uber
3: to downtown
2: yep and um reverend mark what did you do for the morning
1: well i went to the uh sam adams uh breakfast which was just amazing um uh, and Jim Cook was there, of course, with uh, some uh, s- some small brewers from around the si- from around the country that he he, he they they selected, um, you know, to represent all the different regions. And they, uh, you know, considered the theme of independence, Sam Adams, independence, and all that, and the, uh, the you know the future of the small um, microbrewery, brewery, uh, whether it be a you know, a good sized distribution brewery, but nonetheless, the small independent and what is, uh, what's the future of all that. And, you know, it really was a very balanced conversation just about, uh, how that, whether or not there are some big macro takeovers from, you know, here and there, that, um, uh, that beer itself, uh, is, uh, evolving, because of all this great new competition, all the the new uh, breweries that are coming online every single day, every single week, um, and uh, you know, I was I was really pretty encouraged to see uh, a husband and wife team in particular that were, I guess, they just got selected out of a competition that Sam Adams had in which they were going to be coming and apprenticing for an entire year.
2: What? Yeah. Very cool. That's, That's very cool. cool. How was the
1: food? Oh, yeah. You know, just all kinds of animal fat and (laughs) and uh, French toast, and yeah, I was you know trying to make up for the the night before when I had you you know putting on a good layer. uh, Yeah, the uh, all the uh, the the pork pork belly and stuff that I had the night before. Sure,
2: nice, nice.
3: So we decided to do a special tour with Oscar Blues. Um, Got on a bus that took us to Longmont, Colorado. To the Oscar Blues facility there, um, nice ride. I was feeling kind of rough, uh, but uh, they had beer, they had donuts, and everything um, for the ride up there. And we got up there, and there was—I uh, tell you—they Oscar Blues—they were very welcoming, um, very congenial. They, you know, it was an open bar. Everything in their tap room you could get, um, you could get pours up for free.
2: Yeah, not to mention that they had their partners up there with them. So, you Cigar were able- City. Um, yeah, Cigar City had a handle or two. And then um, Perrin was also represented there. But yep. their space is just really, really cool, very laid back. Is it called uh, the Tasty Weasel? Yes, the Tasty Weasel. Um, it was extra. It was just extraordinary. It it was such a cool experience. And then the tour was. I mean, yeah, you talk about tours. You know, yeah, there's tours everywhere, and they all seem the same. But this one was this one was cool because it's not just the brewery that's there, but they also, and um, they also had a coffee shop, um, which they're a coffee roaster. Co- coffee roaster. Sorry. Yeah.
3: Hot box, um,
2: yeah, where they get their hot box porter, and um, so that gave you like a little idea of how this like small coffee roaster was, you know, within Oscar Blues, but still doing their own thing, and they showed the process, and it's it's really cool. Um, yeah, yeah, it was really cool. And, and then they then, have
3: that separate room; it's like an FDA certified clean room. Where they make sodas, like old fashioned non alcoholic sodas. And it's like a, it, it's in the same building, but it's completely isolated. So that was pretty cool too.
2: Yeah. we And they had some of their stuff there too, right? Did yeah. they have like a cherry? It was a root beer and a black, beer.
3: Cherry. black cherry. Yeah, yeah. It was good. Yeah. And then they have a bike shop uh, across the parking lot. Um, You know, I'm not really into that, but there was a bunch of bikes. Um, So, I think there's a lot of skaters and BMX dudes that ride or that work at uh, Oscar Blues out there. Yeah. bunch of hippies.
2: Oh, no. And then the lunch there in the back room, that was extraordinary.
3: Amazing tacos, brats in the oak room. You could see their oak barrel room through a big glass window from the little... Banquet room we were sitting in. It was pretty cool. Mm. It was amazing. Yeah.
2: And the room was just made of oak staves and just very, very comfortable, very cozy little place.
3: Very oaky.
2: Yes. Very oaky. And a lot of good beer. I mean, you got to give yeah, it to them. Yeah, more
3: good beer. And I was like, God, I just don't know much more beer I can drink. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: we're going to find gotta out. Got to keep up.
2: Yeah. Well, we'll be back it's in just not a minute. Just the destination.
4: But baby, the whole elation riding down this lover's avenue. As slow as a willow blows, or as fast as the whirlwind grows, we glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue. Look to the left. Your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view
2: Welcome back, everyone. In case you are just tuning in to us, we are discussing our GABF wrap-up. And we're talking about Friday morning before the session and what we did. So Dave and I were talking about the Oscar Blues tour that we had. and That
3: took us into the afternoon.
2: Yeah, that took us all day.
3: So in the meantime, Kendall woke up. And uh, <laughs> went into town. And uh, what did you guys do from that point?
0: I went into town, had breakfast um, at a place called Sam's Number Three, just an old school diner. And then I met up with Reverend Mark. We explored around a bit, had some beers. I think we went to the Rhine House. It's called German Place. Then went uh, hit hit a bottle shop yep. so we could bring some beer home. There's a great little bottle shop over by Hops and Pie in that area of Denver. I don't know what that's called but uh just kind of took it easy for the day.
3: That's good. Then you yeah, I think you guys went back and took a nap or dropped off your bottle? Yeah, bottles I didn't and...
0: slept enough.
3: Power nap. That's yeah. That's good.
0: Dude, I you got
3: you got to
1: work from your rest, not rest from your work, you know I, what? I feel you.
3: <laughs> I envy you. I envy <laughs> you guys on that.
2: And then we went to round 2.
3: Yeah. Friday
2: so, night. Yep. Dun,
3: dun, dun. So the the so we, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but we, <laughs> so we went to that. That was the night where we went, Julianne and I went to the, to the brew pub uh, section and it was laid out really great. They had these huge conical fermenters set up um, in there just, just to show pieces. But it was, it was visually, it was pretty impressive. Now, Friday night is a little more crowded than Thursday and uh, it's the night I think when they usually have like people in costumes and all the sort of the party crowd, if you will. I don't remember anything super crazy this year. Did you guys see any like any really wild costumes or anything? No,
1: not not this year. Not like not last. on Friday. We got the zombies thing going on later, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, so, yeah.
3: yeah. Well, that was outside the thing, but yeah. So uh, I did have one of the best beers that I. Had at GABF was uh, from Commonwealth Brewing in Virginia. It was a beer called Halcyon. And it was a sour barrel-aged blonde that had uh, passion fruit and apricots. And it was so thick, it looked like, it literally looked like mango nectar. Like it was, Mm. there was like no head to it really, but it was, and you cannot see through it. But this beer was amazing. It, yeah, was, it was it like was. drinking fruit juice.
2: It was. It was. Um, that was quite yummy. What would you no. rate that beer?
3: I gave that beer a five. And it was funny oh. because we went like two or three tables down, and Adroit Theory uh, was just right next to them, and they had this mango uh, goza that Tasted very similar, but it was also a pretty amazing beer too. And it seems like this was the year for mango goza because, like every other brew pub you went to, mango had a mango. Was where it's yeah, it had yeah. a mango goza or something. But there were a lot of them, but most of them were pretty good. So I guess there was a sale on mangoes this year or something.
2: Yeah. And then remember not to go back to Two Roads, but to go back to Two Roads. Sure. We go um, back to Two Roads. Yeah. Kendall and Reverend Market mentioned this to us and um, we eventually got to try some of it. The Jambic. Oh, yes. oh which yeah. Which is that was one the, of my top. Yeah, with yeah. the Lambic with raspberry and lemongrass. Dude, that thing was Oh my God.
0: That is one of my top beers at GBF on yep. my list. Yep. So
3: we like we were there we walked up to two roads about 15 minutes before they were going to do the release of it for, for Friday. And, um, we just kind of kept going back through line, trying different beers. And like, finally, like it was about two or three minutes before and we just sort of hung and hovered right at the front, kind of off to the side, just enough so that they would uh, let us go ahead and have some, one of the first pours. Yeah. Of that. And it it was really good.
1: I was I was circling that booth kinda like a, I was gonna do a drive-by shooting or something, but <laughs> but not really drive by. Yeah, right. right, yeah,
0: right. I, yeah, I I hit hit it up a couple times once I started pouring that jam, but just yeah. get back in line.
3: And it was funny because the line for two roads was never crazy. You know, there are certain breweries where it's almost like you don't even want to try to go in mm-hmm. because you know like um the rare barrel. And um, the brewery, a few places, like people are so stacked up to get in there that it's almost not worth it because, you know, you can go to two or three other places and have beers that are just as good and get in and out and have them instead of standing there for, you know, 20, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah,
0: that I think that's my main strategy is I generally don't stand in line at GBF. I I look for the places a lot of times with no line with somebody you've never heard of. Uh that's how I found I think my favorite beer of the entire event was a little brewery out of uh Port Orange, Florida called Tomoka. Uh-huh. And Tomoka had a Thai goza. Oh wow. Which was just I had that unbelievable. Had that. So different. It was yeah. unique. It was delicious. Yep. And nobody was lined up. I kept going back for it, but it was probably my favorite beer of the so night. So it
3: was like Thai, like was it coconut or
0: um, sure. kind of like Thai basil. Oh, and, uh, cool! Okay. Yeah, it, it worked really well. It was just some really interesting uh, herbal flavors in that goza that just really made it unique. What do you think about it, Reverend Mark? I think
1: that that was for me. It was it was a balanced goza. For I don't like a, a super you know puckering experience, and I, I, it, it felt, tasted as though it had some salt to it as well. A little well. bit, yeah. And um, what would yeah, you guys rate yeah, that I would,
0: beer? Oh, a solid five.
1: It was one of my top five anyway. Yeah, y'all kind of beat me to the punch, but the Jambic was my, my top. And and I just kind of <laughs> happened over um, to the two roads because, at least at first, I was really going for some, some lower-gravity traditional beer yeah. to start out. Right, right. And so I was looking for some pilsners, and so uh, in addition to their Jambic, they the first I arrived there actually to get the uh, the Two Roads, Old Factory Pilsner. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was a good one. And I thought it was very crisp and just clean. um, Some some good noble hop going on. So that led me down, you know, just pretty much their entire list. Yeah. Uh, and I did wait around for uh, the Jambic to come out.
3: I kind of did that too. I was feeling kind of rough on Friday, so I, I was like, "Can we?" I just want to try like anywhere that's got a pilsner or some kind of light ale that's not gonna crush me even more. Um, so I, I did try several different pilsners and and I, and some Marzens. I, yeah.
1: I was I was maybe you know October whatever. There but, were some uh, good
3: ones and yeah. there were some yeah, um, yeah okay ones yeah.
1: Uh, also with two roads, they had one of my favorites. I would list this in my top 10, at least it was, uh, their expressway. And it was the cold processed Ethiopian coffee that was added after a cold crash. And it was just so rich, uh, that with Ethiopian coffees in particular, most African coffees have a little more acidity to them. Uh When you cold process them, you get just enough to kind of break, you know, and give you that little sting, but not too much. Yeah. Um, and I don't know for some reason, as I look back over the course of that week, uh, I was gravitating more toward uh, different kinds of stouts. I have no idea why. That's just where my taste buds were.
2: That's cool. Um I'm just looking in some of the others that we had. There was three notched Brewing company. it was a, it was in the brew house section. They had a pomegranate goza. Yeah. That was really nice. It's yeah, I mean looking back on my notes, there's a lot of Gozes that were really cool. Um Adroit Theory also had their invisible art, the black IPA that was rum barrel-aged, that was just decadent and yeah. lovely.
3: All all that rum flavor that came out in that beer. Yeah. Big sweetness.
2: Yeah. And um throwing out some Pennsylvania love here, Neshaminy Creek, the shape of hops to come, that imperial. IPA of theirs was really quite lovely. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Anyways, there were good beers from like five one two that we had. So I mean, I, I think there were some really good beers mm-hmm. there, but it you had to go. You had to go through a lot of places to find. Yeah. The the gyms.
0: Did yeah. uh did any of you get over in the Midwest section and try a beer from Randy Mosher's Brewery, Forbidden Root?
3: I I did yeah. not know. Yeah, we Didn't. were there.
2: We were there. Um,
0: yeah, because uh, Randy was actually there pouring beer, and I met him on a few occasions. He's a really nice guy, and he talked to me about the beers. But they had some very excellent, I would say, kind of innovative, experimental stuff. Doing some really interesting things with the beers, and they were just a few tables down from Moody Tongue out of Chicago, right, which right. is making some fantastic beers. Mm. Uh, their smoked applewood gold is just spectacular, right? But um, a lot, a lot of good beers in that Chicagoland area these days.
3: There are, man. yeah.
2: Um, Speciation ales. They had their genetic drift. And um, I think they had a clementine, too, that we had.
3: Well, you got to talk about scratch, too. Oh, yes. And the tree, you know.
2: Scratch and the tree. Yeah. So they did something kind of cool this year. I mean, granted, it wasn't the same tree, but it was a tree. Um, They took... And they made a beer out of every part of the tree
3: so there was leaves was it leaves and nuts or um
2: they had bark roots leaves flowers nuts and stems
3: nuts and stems yeah.
2: yes so each beer was a different part of the tree and there were two separate trees that they used and wow. they were their, 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 their extraordinary culture, their
3: house culture and um, yeah they were all distinct in a way but um, I think their house culture kind of tied them all together, but it was, there was some very interesting beers.
2: Some very, yeah. very good stuff.
0: I did not get to their booth. It's, it's, it's funny. funny when I look back, there's several breweries. I didn't, I just didn't get to There's just so much.
3: Well, it's hard to get to everything, you know? I mean, even if you're targeting specific breweries, I mean, and a lot of times they're so spaced out and, mm-hmm. and it may be that there's a big line right when you try to get to them. So you kind of, move on thinking i'm going to come back or whatever and you may not make it back to them
1: did you spend any time at the uh g at the uh, pro-am just to kind of see what was anything i tried a few yeah (laughs)
2: pretty good beers Yeah. yeah yeah i did too there was um there was some good stuff that we had a couple of things there
3: we did yeah you get some pretty innovative stuff there, so it's it's nice to try that because you know home brewers are very experimental by nature, anyways, and so they I think they make the pro brewers kind of step out a little bit and try some different things too.
1: I know I have I've gone a few times uh, with a recipe in years past uh, to the pro am, and like seven eight years ago, uh, most breweries in this area that were sponsoring pro am. Uh, weren't wanting to get very experimental because the question was, is is the public going to buy it here locally? Yeah. And I think a lot of that has changed. Sure. Yeah. Well, so I think the, yeah.
3: the consumers are like looking for what's new and weird and crazy. You know, I think seven or eight years ago, people were just trying to, to find beers that were flavorful and actually kind of tasted, you know, good beyond like what a – You know, a macro beer would taste like. Now, everybody's kind of they're crossed beyond that point, so they want to know what's the new big funky flavor that I can get um, that you can't find somewhere else.
2: Well, we're running out of time, so we'll quickly get to Saturday. So we did Saturday session, and um, and that was the afternoon session, and that was really cool. And then we were going to meet up at a place afterwards. And
3: we got hung up a
0: little bit.
2: We did. We got hung up by zombies.
0: Lots <laughs> of zombies. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing.
2: That really was. So there's an area of downtown Denver called, is it the 16th Street Market? I think it's called. And Something there's like that, yeah. and there's a train um, or a bus rather that will take you from one end of 16th Street to the other, which will then lead you to Union Station. And... That area was blocked off. Of there was no bus action going on because you're right, we had no idea because it was a night uh, or a day of ten thousand zombies. I mean, it was (laughs) it was really it was cool and it it was weird. We'd known in advance. It would have
3: been very cool because we could have planned around
0: it. (laughs) We could. Yeah, it's it's interesting they did an event that big while GABF was going on at the same time. that's yeah. a lot of people in downtown Denver.
2: Yeah, it is. Unless they thought that the zombies were going to go to GABF for dinner or something. But you know, know that was know.
3: probably the last day of really good weather um, for a little while because I think it mm-hmm. snowed the Monday after that. Yeah,
2: so. yeah.
1: Yeah, they were anticipating did. a major downturn when we
3: le- when we left out.
2: So. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, but so anyways, anyway,
3: we survived the zombies.
2: Yeah, we survived the zombies, and we went to Goet-Zor. And um, that's a new kind of soury, farmhouse Sour beer bar. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Place. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, really cool place, really good food, and really amazing beer. And um, we got to try a really nice um, Black Project beer called mm. Gambit there. Mm-hmm. And, and the um,
3: Yuzu Harvest from Adam Brewing Yeah, was an amazing beer. And they're, that, they're a pretty new brewery, and their stuff is great.
2: Yeah, yeah, and then um, for us, we had to leave early out on Sunday, and uh, for you guys, what did you do Sunday? We went to the Science
0: Museum. And it was so much fun. We had a couple hours to kill after we got out of the Airbnb and before we had to be at the airport, so halfway out of town is the Science Museum, and we just had a blast. Went to Planetarium, saw some dinosaur bones. It was cool.
2: That's cool. Very cool.
0: Got Got to explore a black hole.
2: Oh, nice! Yeah. And you survived the black we're hole. Surpri- yep,
3: that's really cool. <laughs> they made it out.
2: Well, I think all in all, this was this was a good year. Um, maybe a little meh in some of the beers, but you know, maybe not as wide of a variety of really amazing beers as we've had in previous years. But, but the, there were still the company some really was good. Great. Mm. Yeah, company was great, and there were some good standouts. Um, and it's always a pleasure.
0: It's a great time.
2: Yeah, it really, really is. And I'm still, I'm like happy that we are able to go. So that's going to wrap it up for us. We hope you enjoyed this episode and you can catch all of our episodes online as well as on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host. iTunes, Google Play, and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sip Sud Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store.
3: You can read we love your feedback and you can reach us online at, sipsudson- at com.
0: Our daily tasting notes notes. Wow, too much beer. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sipsud smoke, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news.
1: And please, please, please take just a little bit of time to rate this episode if you're listening online.
2: Well, I want to thank uh, all the buddies here for being here. Good old boy, Dave.
0: All right, we'll see you, honey.
2: <laughs> yes, you were. Good old boy, Kendall.
0: Oh, it was a blast. It was such a pleasure to go to Denver with y'all. Yeah,
2: it was a good time. Good old boy, Reverend Mark. Mm, my heart is warm
1: with the great company and uh, even with wonderful warming beer. Thank you so much.
2: Yeah, really good memories. Well, this is good old gal, Juliana. Keep on chugging.